0: I saw this meme the other day that said I'll do anything to lose weight except eat healthy shit and exercise and I guess it was supposed to be funny or I don't know relatable I don't know I spent a lot of years struggling with weight some of those years were spent starting and failing at one weight loss attempt after another but others were spent not even trying of just living in that place Of wanting to lose weight, or feeling like I was supposed to want to lose weight, but not really wanting to do any of the things that I thought I had to do to get there. Now in diet culture it's become a joke, and we're often made to feel lazy and weak when we're in this place, but the truth is it has nothing to do with being either. It's nothing more than just not wanting it badly enough. That's it! an even bigger truth? That's okay. Not wanting to lose weight badly enough to actually do anything about it doesn't make you bad. When we want something badly enough, we'll do whatever it takes to get it. When we don't, we make excuses, or we find reasons to put it off, or we let fear or self-doubt or whatever keep us from even trying. So that's how we can think that we want it, but not actually do anything about it. Just don't want it bad enough. Have you been there? wanting to lose weight, but not badly enough to actually do it. So the question is, what should you do if that's where you are? Well first, figure out what you really want and why you want it. It's your body. You're allowed to live in it and to be happy at whatever weight you want, no matter what diet culture or anybody else tells you. So let's dig into your real why a little bit why do you think you want to lose weight is it because you think you're supposed to to look better to fit some diet culture mold of what society says our bodies are supposed to look like if that's the only reason why you want to lose weight you're likely gonna struggle forever because looks are a terrible motivator for most people why well because it's more about external validation and doing it for other people than it is for ourselves, and if looks are our only why we're only faced with our why for a few fleeting moments each day. How often do you look in the mirror and see your reflection? I guess well under five minutes a day. The rest of the time you're not seeing your body and being reminded that you wish it look different, but you are seeing all the foods you love, right? And if looks is the only reason All motivation goes right out the window in those moments because the choices you make right now cannot affect how you look right now. But they can taste amazing right now, right? So maybe it's fear of not being healthy because we're programmed to believe that size is an automatic indicator of weight. Well, that's also a terrible motivator. Fear based decisions for our body almost always lead to self punishing and self destructive behaviors true there are a small percentage for which this isn't the case but they are the exception not the norm maybe it's because you think losing weight is gonna make you feel better about yourself or your life right that's a really common one we think I'll be happy when or I'll feel so much better about myself when also not a great motivator because it's rooted in the mistaken belief that you're lacking those things now and that you need to change your body to create them and remember how i just talked about wanting to change your body being a terrible motivator and that something that you need something outside of yourself to create them and when we don't believe we're worthy of feeling those things as we are we are much more prone to self-sabotage and self-destructive behaviors So, the fix for every single one of those things is to just start accepting yourself exactly as you are, right now, really. What's stopping you from doing that? What are you telling yourself about yourself that makes you believe you don't deserve your own acceptance today, exactly as you are? I think you deserve it. I think you're perfect as you are. Why don't you? Is it because you're living with that nonstop nagging feeling that you need to lose weight before you're allowed to accept yourself? That's often one of the very things that makes us keep gaining, but more on that in a minute. Those are some of the many reasons why the weight-centric model in our culture is so deeply flawed at its core. But now I want to get into some actionable things that you can start doing right now to change things. First, stop even thinking about weight loss. That's your first piece of homework. It's to let weight loss thoughts go entirely. Every time you notice a thought pop into your head, remind yourself that it's counterproductive and that no, you don't have to lose weight. You can feel however you want to feel right now without ever losing an ounce. I know that when you spend years feeling like you always have to be worried about your weight that it can be really scary to stop but it's a vital first step in the process why well because for one thing how's it been working for you to keep thinking about it is it helping you get there (laughs) no thinking about it isn't working but also it's making things worse have you ever noticed yourself thinking about weight loss and then reaching for something to eat I guarantee it's happened whether you've noticed the connection or not, let me explain why. First, because when we live with that nonstop nagging feeling that we have to lose weight and we associate weight loss efforts with restriction, deprivation, and suffering, we live in that place of, you know, I have to eat all of this now because when I start trying to lose weight again, I won't be able to have any of it anymore, right? And let me tell you, nobody has ever made nurturing choices for their bodies living like that. Nobody ever. But second, humor me while we try a little experiment together, okay? I want you to sit still and quiet for just a moment. Relax and bring your attention to your breath. I want you to take a couple of nice Slow deep breaths in and deep breaths out. Staying focused on your breath the whole time. And then I want you to start to bring your attention to your body. How does it feel? What sensations do you feel right now in your body? Where do you feel them? What do they feel like? If they had a shape and a color, what would they be? Now, keep focusing on the sensations in your body and start thinking about needing to lose weight. Think about those words what they mean, and how they make you feel. Say them out loud a few times. I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. Keep breathing and staying present with your body while saying and thinking the words. And now tell me what do you feel in your body right now, while you're thinking about those words? I need to lose weight. Where do you feel it? Maybe it feels like a dull ache in the middle of your abdomen, or an uncomfortable tangle in the middle of your chest. Maybe it feels like a heavy pit in the bottom of your stomach? What do you feel in your body when you say the words, I need to lose weight? And why does that matter? Because every time the thought, I need to lose weight, pops into your head, whether consciously or unconsciously, it's causing a physical response in your body that you've probably never even noticed before. If you have, you've probably been interpreting it as hunger. Because our brain often gets signals mixed mixed, and learns to associate every sensation in our bodies with hunger. For example, on a call with a client one day not too long ago, she stopped and she commented how strange it was that she just noticed that she was starting to feel hungry. Because she didn't think that she should be. Because she would just recently eaten. So we went through this little body connection exercise together. And in that moment, she realized the sensation that she was interpreting as hunger was actually in her chest. Now, where do actual hunger pains come from? Certainly not our chests, right? And then through a little bit more work together, she was ident- able to identify that what she was actually feeling was overwhelm but all of her life she had been associating everything that happened in her body with hunger. So our thoughts have the power to influence our emotions and our emotions drive our choices. So thinking about weight loss can drive us to actually eat more. Because we're mistaking those sensations that are being caused by those thoughts as hunger. That's why priority number one is to stop thinking about needing or wanting to lose weight. The other thing that you can start doing right now is just stopping for one second before you eat and asking yourself, why do I want that? Am I physically hungry? Use that little body connection exercise that, we just took, that I just took you through to figure it out. Is it physical hunger? Or is it something else that I'm feeling? And then ask yourself, how will I feel if I eat that? And do I wanna feel that way? Those are some really simple but powerful steps that you can start taking right now to stop always having weight loss as that nagging dread hanging over your life in the back of your head every day. And then lastly, Just as a side note, if you go through those questions I just gave you and notice that you find yourself saying, I don't care. When you're about to eat something that you know is going to make you feel like garbage, that's not a sign that you're hopeless, it's valuable information about what your next steps need to be. Heal your relationship with yourself so you stop feeling like you deserve to be punished with choices that are going to make you feel like garbage. Now, that's more complicated, but it can be done, and I can help. Until then, start with what we just talked about. Drop me an email on my website to let me know how it goes. Ronnie at RonnieDavis.com. I would love to hear from you. Until next time. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.